Hello and welcome to the BeerCast. Uh, this is a very, very, very special BeerCast. I'm allowed to say that because this is our 50th podcast. Yay! Yay! Who would have thought? Me. Who, who would have thought back in the day when we started off in April 2007 we would have made it this far? Yeah. But incredibly, here we are. Yeah. Uh, I'm Richard. Hello. Welcome aboard. Um, if you haven't listened to us before, then we are drinking beer in Edinburgh in Scotland. To my right is Shovels. Hello. Literally my right-hand man tonight. Okay. His right-hand man is Mr. B. Hello. And completing the dream team, it's uh, Grim. Hello. He's on the end there. Never mind. <laughs> well, what we're going to do for our 50th... We, we had uh, lots of debates about what we would do for our 50th, what we would drink, how we would do it, what we would say, and in the end we decided to go away and each come up with a beer, a special beer for our 50th. Uh, some of us even went overseas to find this beer. Some of us went out to the local bottle shop. <laughs> On the day. <laughs> Frantically running. <laughs> Eight. With ten minutes to go. And when they sold out of Stella, Cronenberg <laughs> is what we get. Okay, uh, so the first up is uh, Gruden. Yay! Uh, rather interesting this time, we're actually all going to do the chatting about our own beers. So. Oh, oh, you didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's your name and where do you come from? <laughs> what's your beer and explain it. Show and tell. So first up is Gruden. Uh, right, uh, I've gone for a bit of a novelty beer here. and It's an anti-aging beer. What? From somewhere in um, in Germany, and I did try and look into what what this brewery was or anything about it, but it's all in German. Ah, so that's know. a good excuse. How convenient! <laughs> Google Translator, anyone? Oh, well, yeah. yeah Someone speaks German. Yeah, if you come, make I'm best in some bar. So it's a bit darker than I anticipated. Right, you know? speak German in an Italian accent. You wouldn't great. know what an Italian accent was speaking German. I thank you, Jim. We've not had a German beer for a while on the uh, podcast. I'm saying that. I figure none of us is getting any younger. So. <laughs> is it, no, so this isn't just a joke. This is post. No, it's, actual, a, it's marketed as an anti-aging beer. Yeah, absolutely is. Right. Um, apparently, this chap, this brewery, got in trouble with the, the German authorities and the what's the law? The crazy law. The Rheinhagen. Yeah, because he puts extra stuff in it. No. Oh. So you can't just say this beer has got the normal stuff in it and it's anti-aging. What he's also done is put spirulina algae in it. Oh, Apparently, it's nice. well known as an extra source of minerals. Uh, I don't know that. Algae. And uh, flavonoids as well, which are some kind of proteins that work against cancer. So I'm going to have to take a picture of your research. That's <laughs> <laughs> three lines of notes. That's, That's it, everybody. Literally all I could find on you. Well, well, three uh, lines. One of them it just says something in Germany. And then Craig's a dick. That's the explicit tag on again. You messed off the boobs. Oh yeah, we should be able to swear on our 50th podcast. Uh, let ourselves go. Oh, I, I, can I finally swear on the yeah. podcast? God, I've been waiting 50 episodes to swear. Mm. Yes. What's, it, what's it actually called, <laughs> by the way? Is it just called anti-aging beer? anti beer. Yeah. But in German. They also do uh, something called Marathon, which I presume makes you run fast as well, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 run for a long distance. Oh yeah, well yeah, exactly. Yeah. You often see the guys in the marathon mm. chugging back a beer. <laughs> 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 That's where they're going wrong. <laughs> uh, but yeah, very. Uh, it's been it's on the market for six years. Let's have a sniff. This is a Richard beer. It smells horrible. Mm. You know what? It's, it, it, it does smell a bit portery, but there's um, there's none of that kind of caramel sweetness you normally mm. get from it's it. Kind of there's that extra kind of vegetable, which must be the algae. That's no, quite what you can smell. We're, we're, we're assume so, yeah. <laughs> the extra vegetable that must <laughs> be the <laughs> algae. This is when it's algae and vegetable. <laughs> extra vegetable smell. Sorry, I missed the that. You've got an algae salad. Love that mold. mold like market vegetables. <laughs> Shovels is attempting to read the bottle. Oh, my German is so bad. There's nothing about train stations. He probably remember. Yeah. Yeah, it just says anti-aging beer. The, I have to say the label's pretty spooky. Yeah, it's some kind of futuristic... It's like the scream. But stuff. the bit that's screaming is the man's... Or an alien. Innards. It doesn't look like he's had a great time. No, no. It looks like it it. looks like that old episode of the X Files where there was those. Uh, yes, <laughs> the alien actually <laughs> came into it. Yeah. 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 No, I watched it. No, I don't. I don't know. So it's only 4.8 percent. I think it's quite nice. This it is. Reminds me a little bit of the other thing that's dark and is a wheat 
dark. Yeah, being a dark beer. Yeah, Dunkel. Erdinger Dunkel. Dunkel. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit of it. It does. Egg. I was thinking that. Yeah, it's got like an interesting aftertaste. There's a little bit of sweetness, mm. and then that vegetable. No, the back, the, the taste that lingers is some kind of vegetable yeah. matter thing. This must be the, the algae there's, slash. There's something that cuts through minutes. it though, just after you've yeah. swallowed it, that makes it a little bit sharp for a while and then it fades back to the. Is, I'm presuming that adding flavonoids to your beer doesn't actually make any difference to the taste. When we did that. What is a flavonoid? It's, it's, a, it's a protein. A protein? Yeah. It helps against cancer. Oh, there you go. Got some of these downs. Uh, and are you feeling younger at the moment? Yeah, yes, two yeah, minutes. I think, I think one of those every day will do me I've fine. Two minutes off my life. <laughs> I, 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 I been, I'm drinking algae, and I've been accidentally drinking algae for the last week when I cleaned my coffee machine and found that the tank was filled with algae. <laughs> <laughs> and green, because I left it in the sunlight when I went to London. Lovely. Oh, nice. Just that green sweet? glip, and I've been drinking it for the past three days. <laughs> no wonder you look healthy. <laughs> I must, yeah. I, so I, your coffee must tasted really shit before. It wasn't great today, and I couldn't really figure it why. And then the kitchen kind of smelled. It'll be very it smelled like fish tanks. Ah, that would be yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know that smell. It'd be very, very ironic if you had inadvertently created some kind of amazing new penicillin, <laughs> <laughs> which you're now offsetting with this other argument. Yeah. fighting in your, in your gut. Maybe it's a cure for baldness. You do look like you're. <laughs> Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Less than ten minutes in, and he's the ball He's looking slightly thicker on top. No, it's because I haven't cut my hair in six months. It's new growth. New growth juice. the At least you can put new hair in, and you can't stop being a cock. Zing. All right. Oh my. He's been waiting for hours to do that. I like being bald. I don't like having hair. I need to get my haircut. Anyway, that's not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> What's that going to do here? So why, why did you pay this, Grant? Well, I, I wanted to find something different. We've obviously tried a huge number of beers. Mm-hmm. And I was hoping to get something from abroad. But I didn't have time and I, I didn't. <laughs> so I wanted to get something completely different. There's a very funky looking monk on the uh, neck of this bottle. It looks like he's very tempting you to have some beer. That's some of my beer. It's a slightly camp monk. Yeah. Hmm. I quite like that. So I'm it's not nice. sure if this is what is this. It means it's not a bad beer, but it's again, is it? It's basically clearly a marketing ploy. One would have thought. You could drink that and think that was probably non-alcoholic because there's no alcohol taste at all. Mm. Dark cheer. Yeah, it just says like dark cheers. Yeah. Mm. Presumably, all other beer is pro-aging. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a thought. really. One out of several thousand beers in the world. I was going to say, we've had, a, make you gold. we've had 181 beers on the beer cast, so... That's like 181 years. Yeah, <laughs> and that's number 182, so... We, <laughs> that's taken a year off. Reversing. Well, uh, well, like I said, yeah, you did get in trouble with the German purity laws. Um, initially, when the beer came out, I think it's 2004, but he mm-hmm. seems to have got away with it, because uh, they were saying, if it's got extra stuff in it, you're not allowed to call it beer, obviously, because it mm. technically is a beer. Mm-hmm. He's calling it beer, so unless that's just for export, which I don't think so, because it's all in German. Oh, in German, unless uh, it's going to Austria. Yeah, presumably he's got away with it yeah. through a technicality. Back in the old days, they used to, if you brewed something that had something in it, they would take an axe to the barrel and, in the street and chip it away. Yeah. yeah. So I, I've never had a wheat beer in Bel- in, from Germany that's had coriander in it and anything yeah. like that. You don't, yeah, you're not don't get no, nothing. Yeah. It's the, well, Germany's oldest. Not called beer anyway. Not no, called beer. Well, it's, yeah, not you, be you can, you can brew with things in it. Um, back in medieval times or whenever, it was very strictly enforced. But now it's it's more lax. We so just you can't, can't call it beer. I, th- I think you probably could because even uh, people can. Yeah, I mean, got away with it. But the purists might not like it. Um, it's Germany's mm. oldest written law. Yeah, it's fifth. Mm, actually, no, I don't know what it is. I want embarrass myself by getting it wrong. Why not? Everybody yeah. else does. Okay, it was uh, 1980. <laughs> <laughs> They've repealed all the other ones. I'm going to say 15, 16. No, sounds reasonable. Sounds nice. Yeah, that's, that's a great. Yeah, it's, it's good round. Absolutely. Was it 13, 16? I don't mm-hmm. think it was. I think it was, you're right enough in the mm. 15 something. Right in, if you know. You've got Jim. So my squeaky chair squeaking again. <laughs> so you're getting excited. But if you're German, right in in English. Yeah, not German. No. Um, we'll put it through the Google Translate. <laughs> Would you like a question? Yes, yes, Who knows? Who can guess? Who can tell me what the very first beer we ever tasted on the beer cast was? Um, um, and it's a trick question. Is it on the beer cast it was never put out? Mm-hmm. Was that, we did that again, though, didn't we? We did yeah. that again. 
Was it? But was we it didn't Williams, the same beer, so we? Williams thingy. Was it William Wallace? Williams Wallace. William Wallace. Nasty beer. Oh no! William Wallace was the first beer of the official beer cast number one. Mm. Uh, Aaron, no, it wasn't. Um, the actual answer is Kirin. 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 Kirin? Japanese lager Kirin. Yeah. Really? Yep. On the third of April two thousand and seven, we had a, a mock tasting session in your old flat where we tried four beers. We didn't record it. All right. And the first one we tried was Kirin, described by Shovels as very disappointing. In the, uh, the blog was. post that I wrote but never published. Taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not my favourite Jack. We also tried uh, James Bogue's lager from Tasmania, Castile Crew, which I'd say was whiny, fruity, <laughs> and not much taste. Bizarre. We, do, we have a lager cast or something. And yeah. Sagresh Bohemia Dark, which Shovel said has a pre current and aftertaste. So. Pre current and aftertaste. <laughs> That's your best quote. I've, <laughs> I've gone downhill since then. I'm not sure how something have a pre taste. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a mind bender, that one. <laughs> pre current <laughs> What's the next one taste like in the fridge? Is it a pre taste? Uh, yeah, the first one we recorded that we never put out, the first one we tried was Three Sisters. Mm. Ah, right. Ah. Okay. I knew it was something that I. With uh, Harveston, Old Engine Oil, Aaron Blonde, and Black Owl Wheat Beer, which when we tried the pork scratchings, that was that one. Yeah. Oh, I, I remember it well. It was funny. And the first official beer was William Wallace. Yeah. Which is still in the top lowest 10 scoring beers of all time. <laughs> Thanks, well, Roy. 180 beers later, it's still down there. Oh, yeah. And that brewery, Atlas Sinclair, still haven't done anything new since then. No. Nope. No. Okay, I think we should score that. We've had a few minutes on this. So this is uh, Gruben's anti-aging beer. So let's start with Gruben. You have a score. Uh, I'm going to say seven, actually, because uh, I quite like it. Uh, Mr. B? i going to give it a six. It needed a wee, it, it's too much like a non-alcoholic beer, but it, it's tasty. I'm going to give it an eight, because I think I might add, to the, add that to the list of beers that I randomly buy. Nice. Not just because you're desperate to recover your youth. <laughs> <laughs> no. I noticed I'm, which, I am getting gold, actually, so maybe this will help. Keep drinking. Yeah. Or either that or speak to Craig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe should, uh, yeah, should massage it into your scalp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give that six and a half because it's, it's quite nice. It's not as nice as a seven beer, but it's quite interesting. I quite like that. I'd have that yeah. again. Yeah. yeah, I'd have it again. Okay, well, thank you very much, Grubin. A hit. Yay. Grubin's anti-aging beer. And when you come back, we'll have our second beer on our 50th podcast ever. Yay. The stats were interesting for yeah, us. They were. Yeah, they were. Uh, hello and welcome back. This is our second beer, and this one is mine. Yay. But Craig's got his big... I don't know. We we come to an agreement before the break. <laughs> you yeah. said you want me to do it. No, I said you can hold oh, the glass. Yeah. No, we're then, we're no, gonna pick her. You can both do it. Then no, I sh- want to play. You <laughs> should. No, sh- and they said no. Actually, you do it. No, I was only joking. Really? I just said Craig's got his big, and then I stopped. I was going to say hands. <laughs> big hands. Yeah, before Paul had a hissy fit around my beer. Uh-huh, I'm just going to throw my beer out and go away. And here we go. Uh, no, it's not going. Uh, it's too. It's got a cork. It's in, too so. echo. Oh, the cork's too little. You can't get it out. No, the, cork, the cork's too tiny. I hear that. It's not. <laughs> this could. Uh, this might need the corkscrew. Oh, I never. Sure. It's too. It's quite small, and if you try and get it without, it's just going to go. Is that a plastic one? Yeah, it's a plastic cork. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> Come back soon, listeners. <laughs> so, Richard, what is this beer? Uh, this beer, if we ever get into it, is a uh, Brewdog Abstract AB01. Ooh, I told you. Isn't it? Right, I'll hold it. You, you waggle. <laughs> I'm so glad this is all right. Filmed. Don't waggle too hard, though. So we need filler now. Why don't we do the knife sword trick? <laughs> Are you videoing this? No, I'm just taking pictures. <laughs> Come on, it's not moving. Right, oh, we need to. Right, let's right, right, Gruben, with your your felt fingers, you might be able to get this out. Perhaps. No, I think we need to go in here. We're going in, ladies and gentlemen. My goodness. It's caused a disturbance already. Is that working? Are you good? Right. Here we go. I'm going to be able to... Go further in, isn't it? Yeah, but it's now <laughs> just turning the... Is this like... This is not good radio. <laughs> no, it's not good radio. Okay. I've got you. Hey! That was kind of anticlimactic. It was. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a beer, thankfully. Uh, right. So... <laughs> uh, Welcome to beer name. number two. This is uh, Brewdog yeah. Abstract AB01. Let me start my time. 
This is uh, BrewDog's limited edition concept beer. Uh, they started this, when was it? It was the middle of last year. They came up with the idea of putting out a very limited edition concept beer every few months. Uh, each one was going to be different. They're going to be radically, um, well, even for BrewDog, radically unusual. <laughs> Same stuff as for BrewDog, yeah. And this one is a, well, actually, maybe I'll leave you to guess what it is. Okay. There is, there's an ingredient in this. Can we smell? Can we take it? Maybe. Uh, this is a limited release of 3,200 bottles. It was contract brewed, not by Boudog. Uh, it was brewed by De, De Proofbrewerei in Locristie in Belgium. It's not as strong smelling as I expected. It doesn't smell of beer. Maybe the Eastman bottle of West Valletta and 12, aged with the ingredients. It's very, uh, it's not a nice colour. Mine's a bit opaque because of the bottle conditioning. But oh, it's lovely. It's kind of... Uh, orangey. Yeah. That's very unusual. That's not a that's not a typical brew dog taste. It's quite subtle for brew dog. Myself. Like it. It doesn't have that real bitterness about it. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody know the extra ingredients? I'm not getting a huge amount of extra ingredient it's of sweet. Isn't yeah, it? No, it's marshmallows. So sweet. No, Is it crunchy bars. <laughs> no, it's not crunchy bars. No, uh, it's a vanilla bean. Mm. It's a vanilla bean infused Belgian quad. Ten point two percent. No, mm-hmm. that's not 10.2%. It doesn't so. taste 10.2%. It doesn't taste of vanilla. It's got the sweetness. I wouldn't have guessed vanilla. But. Yeah. It's quite It's quite old. I got this um, several months ago. It says you should. You can cellar it or even shell it for <laughs> up to a year. Um, so I don't know if that might have affected the taste slightly, but it's not. You can taste the sweetness, but there's not any kind of vanilla. I wouldn't say much vanilla. Yeah, no. I'd be lying if I said Ooh, it's Although vanilla. it's quite cold, so that will come through as it warms up. So if we, if we leave it for a little while. Hmm? Oh, I was just okay. comparing because mine's got a bit of sediment in it and yours doesn't. <coughs> oh, okay. That's all I was doing there, sorry. <laughs> um, uh, they've just released their second one, AB02, which is a 15% Imperial Red Ale. How much was this, by the way? Uh, this was £8. It's come to, we've, are we getting so old now we've got eight pounds for pounds <laughs> <laughs> for 320 pounds it's that's not too good. bad no it's not tactical nuclear penguin expensive no that's what you it's um, not that limited edition 3,200 3, it's quite a lot isn't it although maybe not Brewdog standards you can't get any more now they're all sold out of that so oh okay that's, that's, uh, they, they do sell out quite quickly it's, it's, it's getting a bit a bit much now Mm, after one sip, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's getting a bit more alcoholy now. Yeah, it's um, it's a lovely taste. The first taste was lovely, and it, it's just getting a bit. It's not a brew doggy beer, though, is it? I don't oh, think it's really nice, isn't it? It's lovely, but the cloying. Yeah, the, the first taste is very sweet, and then you get alcohol, and the alcohol builds yeah. as, as you as you swallow it, and then it becomes sweet at the end. Look at him. He's been on the. He's been on the review panel. Yeah, he's swanning in here with his fancy talk. Yeah, using his fancy language. <clears throat> yeah, we didn't have anything like that when I was judging the uh, champion beer of Scotland. Single-handedly. <laughs> 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 no. But, um, What's a quadruple, Craig? What's a quadruple? Mm. Something that four times. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, it's a brand name, uh, La Trap Quadruple, which we've had on the Baycast, no, Dutch podcast. Okay. It's a brand name? Yeah. It's not... I don't know that much about it. It's not like a double, triple, quadruple. It is, in that the only... Uh, La Trap, which is the only non-Belgian Trappist brewery, they have... Um, they use it as a brand name, Quadruple. But in the US, Quadruple or Quad refers to basically strong dark ale. Okay. Um, with a characteristic kind of ripe fruit flavour, which I guess that has. Uh, intended to be stronger than triple, obviously, is the name of the Twice as strong as double. Incredible. <laughs> uh, tri- quadruples are often called Grand Cru in Belgium and Holland. Ah, mm-hmm. so, ah I see. So maybe, I don't know exactly, but maybe La Trap have uh, paint, not painted, but copyrighted, or what's the marketing term for that? Trademarks? Yeah, that'll do. The quadruple, that's their La Trap quadruple, which is why a lot of the Americans shorten it to quad. Mm-hmm. Sorry, is this a quad? Yeah. It tastes a bit... It lingers like Jolly Ranchers. Like Jolly Ranch? <laughs> what? <laughs> For those that have had Jolly Ranchers, yeah, they're yeah, hard-boiled yeah. sweets. Oh, not just happy people? No. Okay. You never had Jolly Rancher? Ah, He's not a fan of America, so he doesn't like... No, well, I've not been to America, so that's probably uh, why. Right. Right. I went through a Jolly Rancher phase when I was about 15. Yeah. I think. In Jetsman. Yeah, mainly. Mm. 
when you're experimenting and you're doing crazy. I remember that. I still remember the night when you said you never had Twiglets. My goodness. Yeah, and then you made me try one, and then I understood why it never <laughs> yeah, had Twiglets. Nasty. Because they're nice. Yeah. They're nasty. They're nice. It's like Marmite. Wrong. Nothing good about them. But the beer is quite nice, though. Yeah, the beer is, is really Actually, nice. it's warmed up and it's mellowed out a lot, I think. I'm really surprised. I did think that was going to be all vanilla and very sweet, but um, obviously because it's ten and a half, it's got that alcohol whack that comes in afterwards. It doesn't have the hoppy bitterness, though. It's, no. It's, no, it's, it's very... It's very balanced for a brewdog. It is, yeah. There's not much, not much aftertaste apart from the alcohol, which for me is at the top of my mouth. I know that's a danger of the mouth chart, but we've got to have it on the 50. <laughs> we've got to mention it, yeah. Have it at the mouth chart for a while. It kind of disappears from most of the rest of your mouth, but at the top of my mouth, it's, it yeah. lingers. Well, the mouth charts are available. <gasps> it, Were you agreeing no, with the mouth chart? No, I was kind of agreeing with that. <laughs> I can't... It, it's... It. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, dear. Mm-hmm. Both guys. guys and bottle tops. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's kind of killing the top of my mouth, and I can't taste anything. Mm. Uh, but it, it it doesn't taste vanilla, and it tastes of triple. If you mm. have a triple in a glass yeah. in Belgium, it tastes like that. Except with a three-inch head on it. Except with a three-inch head on it. Well, in our 181 beers, we, we like a, a strong one. We Actually, beers have ranged in strength from uh, Boodog Nanny State, which is 1.1%. Seems I the only one that liked that. Well, I, I, I described it as, uh, I would urge everybody to try this as an experiment. Is it beer? Yes. Is it nice? No. <laughs> <laughs> which call. is probably quite accurate. To the 12% yeah. Dogfish Head Palo Santo Maran, which is actually the last beer we had before this podcast, which Gloom said has got a sherry thing going on. Was that the, the, sherry is that thing. the strongest beer we've had? 12%, yeah. Strongest beer Apart from Patreon Coupe. Yeah, well, apart from that. Well, yeah. some of the Imperial Port is stronger than that. No, they weren't. No, no really. Yeah. I thought oh, they were right. above that. Yep. All right. Yeah, some good records from my beer cast. Uh, yeah. We featured beers from 11 countries, uh, from one Australian beer, which is Little Creatures, which Andy said was, smells like a bag of potpourri, <laughs> to 84 English beers. My goodness. Are they topping the, topping the chart? Yeah. All right. uh, we've had 32 Scottish beers on the beer cast. The highest scoring being Hardcore IPA. And we had 16 American and 15 Belgian beers. Only 16 American? See, I thought we'd been pushing the American beers a bit too much. Aren't well, they not? They're all the same. Good yeah. to show. We've been pushing the good ones to the top, <laughs> top of our <laughs> rankings, maybe. Ah, yes. Um, I'll come back later to talk about our highest and lowest scoring beers. Uh, but yeah, there are quite a few Americans at the top. This, this might get up there. There's a problem with that, though. There is. Because, as you said, this is all sold out. So what? how do we get another one if it does go into... We're going to have to... I give it one. <laughs> I, I it bet one you could get in touch with Brewdog. Yeah, maybe. But it's not been scored yet, so we don't... Let, no. We jump in the gun. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Over the last two years, we've dazzled distributors and customers alike with a pretty extensive lineup of beers. This is the Brewdog press release. Abstract was born. Abstract will be the concept beer outlet for Brewdog, and Abstract will only ever brew and release a beer once. Oh. So I think that answered your question. It's about exciting, progressive, conceptual beers. Beer which will not only push the boundaries, but smash them completely. Mm-hmm. They don't have to talk some shade. <laughs> <laughs> it's got all marketing stuff. Uh, when I was, uh, I'm not name dropping here, but when I was talking to George Howell, the uh, head brewer at Belhaven. <laughs> <laughs> it's moving in different circles now. Yeah, he's, he's leaving us. Behind, isn't <laughs> We're just uh, the plebs that come along and do his deeds. I asked it, we can do one. What are those kind of deeds? Well, I don't know what you were <laughs> doing. Yeah, let's leave that. Um, George uh, asked, asked him what he thought of Brewdog, and it turns out he uh, had Martin working for him when he was a student. And he said he's a nice guy. And he gave the. Um, he gave out the usual answer that uh, he, he likes some of their beers, but the marketing is kind of above him because Belhaven are a very traditional brewery, whereas Brewdog clearly aren't. Yeah. That seems to be the stock answer when you ask a brewer what they think of Yeah, brewer. no brewer has <laughs> a bad word to say about Brewdog, really, apart from the fact that they like to do things differently. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, as that warms, that's getting more and more sweet. Yeah. It's too sweet. Mine's gone. We should have got a bigger bottle. We should have done, yeah. We've got two of those. Okay, uh... Actually, I know where that's for sale. Do you? Um, I, we, I, we saw one. I saw it? one in uh, London. Borough Market. Yeah. I'm going to Borough Market next week. Buy it. Just Buy it. Case. Okay. Um, right, shall we score it then? Yeah. Starting with you. Starting with me. Okay, I'm going to give that uh, eight and a half. No, eight. No. Twelve. No. no. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, no, eight and a half. Yeah. You do that. Because it's, it's very nice. It's, 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 it's tremendously sweet, but it's not... I don't think it is cloying as much as other sweet beers I've had. 
Um, it's got a very full mouthfeel, but there's a lot of alcohol in there too, which balances it out. And it's, it's really nice. I, I like that a lot. Well, I'll go next. I'm next to you, and I'll give it eight and a half as well for pretty much exactly the same reasons. I don't need to add anything brilliant. Mr. B? Well, normally I would say something incredibly witty, and, but it's just eight and a half because it's all of what you said. Right. I see a trend developing here. Ruben Dubin. Uh I'm going to give seven. I'm not as keen. nice. I'm not as keen. I like it, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as quite as keen as you chaps. Um, initially, I was like, oh yeah, but it's just I don't know, bit bit too sweet. I think if I'd had any more than just a little bit, I'd be yeah, more that's more. true. It's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sickly. I think. Yeah, that sickly. might be. A, if we were made to drink a whole bottle, would we score differently? Possibly. Yeah. No, but I have a sweet tooth. So I think I would score a bit more. Like. <laughs> but um, having said that, I, I I think it's great because it's breed of does something new, but it's not like their other stuff. Yeah. So yeah, good on them. Well, maybe we should have crazy birds more often because they seem to be doing quite well. Yeah. Right. I like the label. It's a nice label, it's isn't good. it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They deliberly stay outside. Great design. Uh, Minimalist. Well. Yeah. Happy to. Okay, that was our second beer. That was Brewdog's Abstract AB01, and uh, in a moment we'll have our third beer, which will be Shovels. Yes. Join us soon. Bye. The stats were interesting for yeah, us. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Hello and welcome back. This is our 50th Beercast podcast, and our third beer on our 50th Beercast podcast is. It says removing it from the back. Oh, look at that. Chunky bottle. Sierra, I am surprised. That's not the one I thought. Sierra wow. Nevada Estate um, beer. Um, it's a harvest ale. Um, brewed on their estate, so everything is sourced from their estate. Oh, this is going to be good. How excited is everyone? I'm going to give this. that a five just for the bottle alone <laughs> before you even yeah, start. It's, it's huge. Um, now, as Craig mentioned earlier, we were down in um, London at Borough Market and we went to Uto Beer's little stand there, and this was one of two bottles that stood out. And so I bought both and thought I'd decide which one went <laughs> on the night. So I chose this one because this, this is their very first estate beer. Uh, their first release from 2009. So. Well, Richard's stunned. I am stunned. Stunned. I am stunned. Did you buy two balls? I did. The other one's different. Oh, I mean, two balls of that just in case. <laughs> yeah. uh, ah, that's another problem. <laughs> Well, if it's highly, I'll be in London next month. So, <laughs> right. Sorry. That was that one, I think. Oh, it doesn't matter. They're washed. They're all washed. Well, which one would you like? Oh. We're swapping around. Oh, it smells good. So, Sierra uh, Nevada has been on the podcast before. Their, their porter was on. There's yep. no way I'm not going to like this. <laughs> I believe it's called 53%. That sounds about right, yep. Um, yeah. So, what other information do I have? I have to go to my info. Yes. Apparently, <laughs> get in. Apparently, Craig likes it. Should we, should we just call Happy. this? Let's <laughs> call this the beer of the issue. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Ooh, that's hoppy. Oh my! It's very hoppy. It smells lovely. That's my kind of beer. Yeah. Yeah, so as I said, Bill, um, 100% all natural hops and barley grown on site at the brewery in Chico, California. Chico. It's inspired by the renowned winemaking region of its Napa and Sonoma neighbours. Sierra Nevada is the first brewery to develop its own terroir, whatever, however you pronounce it. This beer is brewed with ingredients that reflect the flavours of the environment and the seasonal rhythms of nature. Mm-hmm. Go with marketing speaking. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. It says there in the bottle. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, they grow their own barley and their own hops and everything. Mm. Crazy. That's why they're calling it estate beer. Yeah. Apparently, mm. <laughs> does that do? Do many other breweries do that, or is that? Um, it's the it's it said is one of the world's only. Yeah. So that means yeah. one of the world's. Very few. Yeah. Very few of them do it. Most of them kind of import them. Because that's incredible. <laughs> I'm glad you chose that one. Really? Yeah. I can't remember what the other one's called. The other one was a wet hopped. It's a harvest ale. It well, ale. this is a harvest ale as well. It's just yes. sourced um, from there. Um, the other one was wet hops, wasn't it? And this is well, that's the yeah, harvest. Harvest ales are oh, is that all the same are fresh, thing? fresh hops. Ah, okay. Essentially, fresh hops, rather than dried. 
It, it tastes like the one I was drinking the other day, the Halcyon, the Thornbridge one. That was a Harvest Ale. Yeah. So Harvest Ale is a characteristic. They're more hoppy and more spicy because um, mm. the hops haven't had time to dry out and lose some yeah, of their flavour. Big hop. Actually, you, did anybody have Fine Ale's Yarl at the beer festival? <laughs> no, you, no, you had it. You had it. I didn't even know it was there. Uh, yeah. It wasn't in the book, but it was on the, the counter. I just saw it and went for it. Yeah, I missed that one. Uh, and that was a brand new beer. They only launched it at their beer festival two weeks ago. It's just a summer ale, it's only four and a bit percent, but it contains a hop called Citra, which is a brand new hop, which was grown and funded by Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously they have a huge amount of hop research in the Chico estate. I don't know what the hops are in this, but... Um, There's a lot of them. Uh, uh, Citra yeah. gives uh, pineapple mango flavours, it's really tropical fruity. Um, I'm trying to find out what the hops are in this one. It's really nice. It doesn't say, yeah. um, but it's near the Cascade Valley, so I'm assuming there's some Cascade hops in there. Probably, yep. Tastes like it anyway. I would have bought some if there was, if there was only those two bottles in the yeah. whole shop. No, there was actually two behind them as well. Was there? Yep. Why didn't I buy any? <laughs> there was one, uh, in fact, you had to carry them around London all yeah. day in a plastic bag. They are two, they're seven, not 750. They're 24 Chunky fluid bottle. ounces, which is about... It's an American pint, isn't it? No, it's, it's, no, it's much bigger than an American pint. Um, I, can't, I can't work it out. It's about 750 mil. Yeah, it's about I'd a pint and a half. Yeah. And two of those and some other beers carrying it around <laughs> and a plastic bag where the handle kept stretching and stretching. <laughs> yeah, my, I was a bit ruined by the end of the day. We walked past a dog in Covent Garden. Where a man whose head was in the kennel oh, yeah. under a table, and he was dressed as a dog with little feet hanging out, who uh, was quite funny. And as a Paul walked by, he said, "Can I have some beer, please?" Yeah. <laughs> I had a clear plastic bag, obviously. <laughs> it was quite funny. And I said, "No, you did quite right." I said, "It's for the beer cast. You can't have any." And he said, "Beer cast," and then we had to walk away. <laughs> No, he said, I love the beer cast. Would you like to look at the bottle? Yeah, no, I've already seen it. It is. Yeah. I, I was just wondering how this uh, differs taste-wise from an IPA. Or how it differs from their pale ale. It yeah. just isn't. It's not far off the pale ale. Do they have an IPA? Sure, no, I don't know. Yeah, they've, they've got... Yeah, actually. Torpedo. Yeah. Torpedo, yes. Oh, it, it, that's what it's close torpedo to. Torpedo has the citra in it. That's yeah, good. that's so, what Yeah, it. Torpedo's really I was, nice beer. Well, that's a double thinking IPA. paleo, but it's like no, it's not. They call it extra IPA. No, this is more IPA, I'd say. Yeah, no, I, I knew it was close to something I'd had from Sierra Nevada, and I couldn't place it. It's torpedo. Mm. It's really nice. I'm very impressed. I wasn't actually for some reason I wasn't holding out much hope, considering I I love torpedo IPA and I love pale ale. So yeah, <laughs> why I wasn't oh, holding out much hope, thing. I don't know. But um, yeah, maybe well, I don't know how to describe yeah. it. They are still, they are massive, aren't they, Sierra Nevada? Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. They are like loving... 50 barrels a year now. It's... 750 We kind of think of them over here as kind of cute artisan beer producer and they're nothing like that. No, they used to be though. They used to be. That's how they started out. Yeah, and they're still making that kind of beer, but they are a big corporate entity now, aren't they? If I'd known that Sierra Nevada beer was on, I could have dialed up my Sierra Nevada. In fact, maybe I can do it. I'll have some Sierra Nevada chat in a second. Don't look at me all shocked. <laughs> You're not prepared. Up your Sierra Nevada. I don't know what that means. You've got a hotline to Sierra Nevada. So no, I, I've done research on Sierra Nevada previously. No, this isn't interesting. Mm. It's it's a bit kind of um, spicy. Is that the word? Spicy. There's something kind of extra. About it. There's a little bit of um, an edge to it. It's very bitter, isn't it? Yeah, it's it has. Extra bitterness than torpedo does. Yeah, torpedo is a bit sweeter. Yeah, it's kind of like um, the Caldera IPA without the. There's a, it's got the same start as that, and it's then it's missing. Hoppy. It's missing Doesn't something it, at the end. The creaminess yeah. of the Sierra Nevada, I think, uh, not the um, Caldera. Sorry. Oh, the Caldera is floral, and this mm. this isn't floral. Or is it's, bit, it's bitterer. It doesn't smell floral. More bitterer. It's more bitter. Right? When you opened a can of Cadere and you smelled it, you got instant florally hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this is more hot. It's a harsher note. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Sierra Nevada started off in 1979. But an ex-home opened up a brewery after studying chemistry at California State University. At uh, Ken. Ken, yep. 
Ken G, as we know. The G-Man. Kenny G. Kenny G. Kenny G. Yeah, he put down his flutes and that's a good breed. They first brewed Sierra Nevada Pale Ale on November the 5th, 1980. And they now have the capacity to produce 800,000 barrels a year. I think. About 80,000. We've got a, a comma in the wrong place. Anyway, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? It's really nice. But is it nicer than the, the top leading... IPA, is it nicer no. than Ruination? Is it nicer than no. Caldera? Is it nicer than... But it's not, it shouldn't, it's not in the same, it's a different style of beer than Ruination. Is it nicer than Green King IPA? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> this, this, this should be kind of marked against Caldera IPA and Torpedo. And the, yeah. le- the less crazy, less alcohol, mm. more drinkable IPAs. Yeah. Um, of which it's not as good as Caldera, but it's pretty damn close. <clears throat> yeah. Well, speaking of Caldera and Ruination, um, as I said, we had 181 beers. The top 10 beers uh, at the moment, obviously, bearing in mind there may be beers tonight that might displace some of those. Uh, Ruination IPA is the top beer. Uh, this is my favourite beer multiplied by my favourite other beers, Mr. You can always trust him for a good quote. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Uh, that's 95. Behind the 93% is Caldera IPA. On taste, I prefer Ruination. On drinkability, I prefer this. So she wants. Uh, a 90 Summer Lightning, the first British beer in our ranking. Hoppy and bitter, but not too much of each. This is brilliant, said me. Uh, 87, so three behind that is Double Century. That's the fourth highest beer in Baker's history. That's, that's probably wrong. This that's has wow factor from the first taste, says Stuart. So maybe he was wrong. It's good to see it. It's a great beer. It's, it's really uh, good beer, but... I, uh, I'm glad to see a good quality yeah. English better. Yeah, yeah, right, you're right. Yeah. Uh, after Double Century, one point behind is Anchor Special 2006, which was the original wild beer. Mm, yeah. mm. Mulled wine, cloves, it's the most fantastic beer ever, Mr. B. That, well, that, it was a, <laughs> a, a wake-up call, that yeah, was. Well, yeah, it was. It really opened our eyes as to see all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a point ahead of Theakston XB on 85. Subtle and enjoyable, ailey caramel flavours. Yeah, don't get that one. That's a bit of caramel, eh? I, I, like, I like that one. Yeah. I like like a bit of XB every now and again. That's a point more than hardcore IPA on 84%. Smells of cottage cheese, but tastes good, said Groom. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What the fuck was I saying? <laughs> in a, in a, ra- ra- a radical departure from I like it, it's nice. <laughs> that, was before, that was before I entered that I like it, it's nice, please. Uh, that's one ahead of Goose Island Christmas and Joseph Holt Thunderholt. They're both tied on 83%. Uh, it's like a special Goose Island IPA, so good, said Mr. B. Oh, so good. Yeah, is, this, is this the top 10? Top 10, yeah. Oh, uh, ninth at the moment is uh, Holtz Thunderholt. This has a great back of the mouth taste. Mr. B. Oh, back of the mouth taste? Yeah, you said that. Right. Was it? Goodness. Was that me doing the impression you of him? There. <laughs> you weren't there. You weren't there. That was, that was oh, me, Craig and Stuart. So that double century, what was the, what was the one that's tied? Uh, that's Goose Island Christmas and Thunderholt. Oh, tied. sorry. Right, okay, yeah. Right. And 10th is Tris Raj IPA. Tris Raj IPA, sorry. Got a fantastic tropical fruit mango aroma, said me. That's good. That's currently the 10th highest mm-hmm. beer and the second highest Scottish beer after hardcore IPA. Mm. Glad that's in there. That's good to yeah. know. Good, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Work. But I guess if you take the basic rule of thumb that anything over 70% is a good beer, then there are 58 on our list that are over 70%. Uh, out of 181. Out of 181. Yeah. No, I anything right. over 70% is like well worth All right, Actually, you're right. If you go down to 70%, You'll find Caledonian Golden Promise, which is the beer that won the first ever beer cast back in the day. It won the beer cast, right? Came top of the first ever beer cast. Oh, right, uh, the four. Yeah, the three we had with Uh, Wallace and St. Andrews out. Well, if you give it (laughs) shitty competition. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, should we score uh, Sierra Nevada? Is it called Sierra Nevada Estate? Yes. Brewers Harvest, and then uh, we'll have our fourth beer, and I'll tell you our lowest 10 beers of all time. That'll be interesting. So we should start with the, the man that brung it. Uh, strangely, strangely for me, and coming to the end of uh, drinking and scoring, I have some left. Yes, <laughs> it is a big bottle, though. Um, I think that is a great beer, um, really hoppy, which I know we all like, but um, uh, not overpowering and quite drinkable. I could probably drink a whole bottle of that before I could had to stop. Um, I'm going to give that a nine. Very good. To me. I'd echo that. I think it's a well-deserved name, and I could probably drink seven bottles <laughs> of that. Uh, yeah, and the same sentiments. I've got myself in a bit of a pickle with these because I gave Caldera nine, 
I should have scored it higher. <laughs> I'm going to have to give this nine as well. But I must say that I think Caldera was better than this, yeah. personally. So I, retrospectively, I would say that would probably be nine and a half. So I'd make this a nine. Because you're all chickens to act. You need to step up and <clears throat> give something a ten. Well, we'll come out to that later. Uh, the magic tens. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give that a nine as well. Because it's wonderful. Oh, that's a high school beer. That. So when you go down to London, you'll yes. have to pick one up. I think the, a trip to Borough Market will yeah. be uh, on the me. card. Seven for me. Seven for me. Fantastic beer. Okay. Sierra Nevada Estates Harvest 2009. Is it vintage? Yeah. yeah. First okay. release. First release. Tremendous stuff. Okay, when you come back, we'll have our final beer, which we missed a B, so expect hoppy explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Very mind, he's been to Belgium. We'll have more about that in a minute. Okay, see you soon. Bye. Uh, well, come back. <laughs> don't, don't leave. <laughs> don't leave. Don't leave. <laughs> don't leave me. Don't you turn us off. <laughs> we'll be sad. We miss you. <laughs> we smell nice. <laughs> Can I be your friend? <laughs> the stats were interesting for yeah, us. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. That's quite strong. It's a sipper. Uh, hello and welcome back to our Baycast 50th podcast, Mega Spectacular. I was thinking I once said Spectacular. <laughs> uh, and this is our fourth beer, which is Mr. B, and he's recently come back from Belgium. Yes, and I, to be honest, didn't come back with this beer. This isn't the beer for the beer cast. All right. <laughs> this is the uh, Distraction Beer. Oh. Distraction Beer? Distraction Beer. Okay, let's look if at this If everyone beer. closes their eyes... Oh, this is even Hendrik. That's a triple. Triple, that's the distraction beer. Is, it? is, this, a, is this a prize or something? Is the eyes closed? R- eyes are closed. Eyes are closed. 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 Eyes, eyes are closed. Closed the eyes. Eyes are open. It's not your homebrew, is it? Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> that's slightly big. I wonder why Craig was walking with a rucksack the entire day today. Jesus. That is about two litres of beer. That's the biggest beer. No, ever. it's a litre and a half. <laughs> it's got... It's got <laughs> It's got a jumping elf on the back. It's got a fox going mental. That is enormous. There's there's a normal size bottle of beer. This Trafa Hendrik. (laughs) It's a triple beer, which looks quite interesting. I might have to say that I've also done personally my most stupid thing ever. I carried it around with a bag of ice. (laughs) (laughs) I went to. You had witness all down your back. What what is that? Oh, that is enormous. So basically, you bought us a bottle of wine. <laughs> it's like a, a magnum. It's a collector's edition. It is. Year 2010. Edition. It's the Big Chief. Big Chief. Big Chief. Okay, let's get the Big Chief on. This is bought from the Ashuf Brewery mm-hmm. in Ashuf itself in Wallonia, region of Belgium, in the Ardennes, near Bastogne. It's basically. It's not too uh, the, every year they release a bumper bottle mm. of, of. I think I might need to take this to a sink. No, I think you're fine. No, it's not. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's okay. yeah it's just the initial. <laughs> and it's not some fact to me. I don't know how, quite I'll, how to I'll do this. I'll, I'll hold it. All right, we'll... <laughs> That's the most amazing bottle of beer we've ever had. I'm pretty sure I don't need to worry about no, how much is in the glass. No, you're alright. I think we'll get enough. You probably could fill all the glasses. Yeah. I'll, I'll tilt it better than the last one, although it's, we should have a huge head on it, shouldn't we? So, uh, what attracted you to this enormous bottle of Yes. Yes. There's, there's still some left. I think we'll get. See, now it's not actually that strong, it's 8%, but now you understand why it had to be last. Yes. Otherwise, our beer cast would be very long. Do you want to? Oh, well, just topping up beers. Thank you. That one this time. No. Uh, can I ask how strong this is? I think it is eight percent. Eight. Eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even finished. <laughs> is this bottle conditioned by any chance? My it is. Yes. It has. I'm sorry. There's nothing I could do about it. Nothing I could do. It's got the most incredible label with. Right. Basically, Noddy jumping around with a bunch of... Well, there's a lot of hit story behind this. Um, so every year they release a collector's edition. Mm-hmm. One half the year. It's a standard Ashuf in a big bottle. Right. And every year they ask a famous artist to decorate the bottle. Ah. And this artist, whose name I don't know, is... Take note, Gruben, he's got pages of that. Johan de Moor. 
who is also the son of the legendary Belgian comic Bob Demure, who drew Tintin. Oh. Yeah. He writes a famous comic in Belgium about a secret agent cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a Le Chouf, which is a blonde beer. Um, it's available either in the, the bottle you would normally see, the little stubby ones, the big ones, this mm-hmm. one, or a 20 litre barrel. 20 litre barrel? You can actually buy a barrel. <laughs> You're going to buy a barrel. So what was the uh, Chouf Brewery like? It's got coriander sure. in it. It's got, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Chouf Brewery, well, the Chouf itself, the town is very small. There's about 10 houses in it. Um, and the brewery was closed, but you could go into the shop. And people were working, but they didn't do tours. You have to book onto the tour. Right. Um, but it looked like a very, it was a very nice shop, and it had lots of little collectory things and these out everywhere. Um, and they had a restaurant that cooked with the beer. So if you go to their website, they have Le Chouf beer recipes. Right. Rabbit terrine and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but, yeah, I've got lots of facts about that region. Yeah, okay. Let's hear it. Let's see. A Chouf is in Hoofalize. I don't know how to pronounce that. Anyone make, want to make a guess? It's probably Hoofalize. Just Hoofalize. like you said. I'm sure you got exactly right. It's in the Ardennes. Yep. And near, right next to Bastogne. Mm-hmm. Which uh-huh. is um, famous for the town that Americans sheltered in in the Battle of the Bulge. Yep. Mm-hmm. From uh, Band of Brothers. Band of Brothers, yeah. Band it's an episode of Bastogne. Yeah. Yep. Does anyone know? And this is a prize. The other bottle. Of the other bottle is a prize for anyone who can tell me why... There's a dwarf on the bottle, on all the shift bottles. Oh dear! All right, let me guess. Uh, Maybe we should come back to that. And have a think yeah, you can come back to that. that. Have Is that because silence? Shoof means dwarf. Yes. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't fair. <laughs> I didn't think ah, fast enough. <laughs> logic <laughs> wins out. So Shivels wins a bottle of tenants. Yeah, wins a bottle of the only staff Hendy beer brewed. Uh, brewery in the in Bruges itself mm. ah. and that is your triple and mighty tasty as well well done sir. the uh, booby prizes you have to write a post about that yeah. <laughs> I was going to suggest we drink it after the podcast yeah no, oh, I'll try it if you'd be so kind yes that'd be nice the, should we chill it yes the um, a shift brewery was um, can people hear me away back here speak up the shift brewery was founded in 1982 by two brothers-in-law as a hobby no. Um, in 2006, a brewery was bought by Duvel. Nice. Mm. Duvel Murtgal. Oh, yeah. Which is a Flemish brewery that stands for Duvel. Devil. Devil. Yeah. Those are all my facts about this enormous beer, which I haven't even tried yet. My <laughs> <laughs> goodness. Well, what does everyone think so far? Rubbish! Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very... Um, See, I, I, it's kind of annoying that you said coriander because I, I can now taste it. Yeah, taste the coriander, <laughs> even though I don't it's, actually think it tastes the coriander. No, it's 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 more spicy than the last one. It's it's got a real spice to it. This one, mm, yeah. It's it, it doesn't taste eight though. No, it? yeah. no. It's clovey too. There's a bit yeah. of cloves in there as well, but not in a, not in a winter beer taste. There's like a bit of yeah. It's like they're blonde Belgian beers that are blonde are wheat beers, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. More often than not. I mean, this it's, is definitely a. If this is in a wee fact, this doesn't have chunky bits no, in it. Know, right? It's really nice. maybe settled. Yeah. yeah, that one's got well chunky in it. If you compare this to the kind of Belgian wheat beers, then it's it's much nicer. Yeah. It's good. Craig and I shared a Lachif. The thing was this one. It was, it was, it was a, a triple. Yeah, a triple. Which is uh, it's, it's tasted very similar to this. Mm. This, um, is, this is the basic shoof. You say this is the basic shoof. Um, although I don't remember the basic shoof being eight percent, but in fact I may have the, the details here. Um, yes, no, it is. It's Le Chouf. Yeah. Um, you get three that you know about. Everyone knows about Le Chouf, Mick Chouf, um, which is a Scotch ale, they call it, yeah. um, which is 8.5%, and uh, Chouf Hublon, which is the uh, the triple. Um, a heavily hopped golden ale, which is 9%, which is the one mm. we tried. Which but they also do a whole load of seasonal beers. They do a beer that is only available in the Netherlands, a Bock beer. Mm. They do a summer beer, they do a spring beer, and they do a winter beer. Mm. Called Nice Chief. Mm. Nice Chief. Yeah. I always have a problem with Belgian beers because I really feel like I'm drinking a strong alcoholic beer. Mm. Compared to hide. other other alcoholic It doesn't hide it, it's just beers. like right yeah. front. But the, yeah, that's so different. Kind of it's a different culture in yeah. Belgium for drinking beer. It's 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I thought that to some extent before I, I went to Belgium. But when you're there and you have these t- doubles and triples, they just so, they taste so good, and it really it really turns you into a Belgian beer drinker. Um, I didn't like Belgian beer until no. I went. Well, yeah, I, everyone I know who's been to Belgium says that. I I still don't like Belgian beer as much from what I've had. Yeah. Although you have been to Belgium. Haven't you? Yes, I didn't drink. I don't remember drinking that many beers there. Yeah. I remember my girlfriend at the time drinking lots of fruit beers. And I had regular beers, which were probably this. Yeah. Mm. Um, I love the cartoon animals on the bottom. It's, it's a great picture. I like the pheasant with his thumbs up at the bottom. <laughs> it's, just <laughs> like, it's just full of absolutely... I have to take this problem problem. away with me. Yeah, it's it's going to pride the place in the house. <laughs> if it hasn't next me. <laughs> it's going in your room. <laughs> Put a candle in but it, um, I noticed in a good European fashion, it's got a, a wild boar in the background. Going well, it's, it's the Ardennes. Ah, which yeah. Is everywhere. Ev- yeah. Everywhere. Um... But mm-hmm. yeah, we went to the town. We had a, a lovely lunch in the pub, sort of attached to the brewery. Mm-hmm. They have all their beers on draft, mm-hmm. and they cook everything with the beer. And they have a big, they had a lovely big trout pond, and they serve trout. But mm-hmm. they catch it if you order it. They catch it from the trout pond. All right, nice. going with the net. Just go, get some trout. <laughs> Not sit there with a fishing rod. No, no, Dinner may take a while. No, we serve coffee. But yeah, I love going to the shop. And they, um, they had a big picture postcard of the shoe with um, the little dwarfs, which Ethan loved. So he's got a postcard. He loves to stay that with dwarfs on it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I, I don't, I'm not saying it's the tastiest beer that I, I taste in Belgium, but it, it yeah. The bottle is worth it for. <laughs> it's it's special. That's, the impact that's was more than enough. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing those in the beer shops, those giant bottles. Yeah, they're fantastic, aren't they? I'm wondering who would drink them. <laughs> yeah. And now she's drinking it with friends. Yeah, you, you drink it with friends. Clearly, you don't drink it by yourself. It's yeah. like the size of a champagne bottle. Yeah. Well, while we're enjoying this nice beer, let's uh, think about not so nice beers and our, our bottom 10. Uh, should I do them in reverse order and go down to the, the ten, worst? 10 down to 1. Yeah. 10 down to 1. I see there's a fifth way tie for, for ninth equal. Um, <laughs> so it starts off at 38% with Pacifico Lago, which was tried by Andy down in, down in the south. Okay. Sorry, what? Sorry, what are, what are we going to say? The worst, or the Also on 38 is Abro Sigil, Swedish beer, which uh, smells of stale, sick, and tastes of cheap wine. Says yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try that in Sweden? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, it wasn't nice. I think that was actually off that bottle. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing, a lot of these bottles might have been dodgy when we tried them. Uh, also on 38 is Harpoon Winter Warmer from Boston. It smells a lot, and so smells of a lot, and tastes of not so much, says Yeah. Uh, also on 38, Valhalla Island Bear. Oh, oh, sorry. Burr, sorry. Burr, yeah. It's like beating in a barbecue. It's really rather unpleasant, Mr. B. <laughs> What's that? That was the one made with a grim Yeah, Bear Flower. Yeah, the, the special oh, from, from, from North Barland. Scotland. Bear Barland. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was foul. So it was, that was rubbish. Uh, also on 38, good old William Wallace. I prefer drinking McEwen's 80 to this. So me, that's the first ever beer we had in the actual first beer. <laughs> and cast. it only got 13. I mean, it should get less than that. That's one ahead of 37. Old Bob from Surabies. It's like every bad drink you ever had as a kid that made you sick. Tom, <laughs> Tom I don't know. That, that was a good beer. Uh, uh, 34. Mongozo Banana. Uh, this is my favourite quote in the history of the beer cast. The shovels. Mongozo. No gozo. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. genuinely clever. Awesome. Can I interrupt really quickly? Yes. I went on a brewery tour in Belgium and the woman said that went through the history of why fruits and beer in Belgium to preserve it, Pavla, mm-hmm. and had a five-minute tirade against breweries in Belgium that use non-Belgian fruit. Ah. Um, and she couldn't name anything by name, mm-hmm. obviously, because she was an official brewery tour. Yeah. But I knew what she meant. <laughs> so, and it's them. Yeah. Ah. So, what you use? Strawberries and... <laughs> Strawberries and cherries and cherries and, and, cherries yeah. and not, not coconut and bananas. And not mangoes and mangoes. Like that. Yeah, I described it as an affront to beer. Yeah, thirty-three percent Burton Festive Porter. It's not Christmas and it's not a porter. I remember that because it wasn't. It wasn't dark and it wasn't. Who said that? That was me. Alright, but it didn't taste of Christmas and it wasn't a porter. So I'm not yeah, sure. no, I remember that. Uh, number thirty, Moulin and Earl of Athol. Yeah, that that was off. So something had, something had to be. There's a hint of raspberries and vinegar about it. Yeah, yeah, it is off. Uh, uh, also on thirty, Richmond Station Ale. I don't like this. Tastes like a cork chardonnay. There must be. Well, Richmond Station Ale was a nice surprise. 
Also on 30, Leafman's Creek beer. This one smells like a farm and lingers everywhere, said Andy. That was a cherry beer. That was really sour. And smells like a farm and lingers everywhere. 14, second worst beer in beer cash history, Peche Mortel. Remember that? The um, coffee-infused Imperial Porter. Oh, that's worst beer. Uh, Actually, yeah, that's the worst beer. First taste is burnt coffee. The second is paint stripper, said Oliver <laughs> Craig. That's horrendously bad. Oliver Craig, you where's, where's the smoke beer? Well, the smoke beer got 48%. There are 22, there are 22 beers who scored less than the, the smoke beer. I didn't, I didn't mind the so smoke beer. Okay. I gave the smoke beer 7 out of 10. You gave it smoke beer? Smoke beer? <laughs> and, of course, the, the lowest scoring beer in the history of the beer cast, Rodenback Grand Cru. It tastes like Worcester sauce. Is the serving suggestion, give it to your neighbour and run away. <laughs> Which is quite controversial, though, isn't it? It is, because, because it's, it's Michael Jackson, the beer hunter, said it was his favourite beer of all time. No, I must quantify this by uh, Richard kindly brought me a bottle of Rundback Grand Cru ages ago to try as yeah. a second opinion and it tastes like vinegar uh, it's, mm. it's terrible it's the most horrible thing ever yeah. I don't so, know it fully deserves its place and anyone who says it doesn't is, is foolish yeah. I did a mini beer cast the year that came out and we were all kind of eager to to figure read my notes. whatever it was and I took it to my parents at Christmas Yeah, and I gave my mum a bottle and she scoffed it and absolutely loved it she doesn't drink beer she maybe that's why she liked it do you drink mustard sauce no <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand though because it, it tastes of vinegar it's, yeah. it's, it's off I mean it is kind of off anyway in the way to make it but it is it's off beer it's, it's not well, beer it's, it's an acquired taste that we don't have yeah it's the juice wood. that comes from Satan's bum <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway should we have uh, scores for Big Shoof um, so big, big. Careful, <laughs> careful. Big, 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 big Craig. <laughs> really big Craig. Um, actually, pleasantly surprised because I had this on draft and I really liked it. I didn't think it'd be quite good in bottle, but it's it's really good. Mm. I think it's an eight. Uh, I generally give it six, but I give it a point for the bottle because it's brilliant. Seven. I was going to say exactly the same. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I was going to give six and a half for the beer because it's uh, it's it's a bit more interesting than your average wheat beer because it's got that extra little taste of something in it, which must be the the coriander and the various other ingredients. So I'm going to give that seven and a half. I'm going to give it a seven because it's drinkable for a wheat beer, and that's the best I can give for a wheat beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fair enough. Okay, so that was a uh, big sheaf collector's edition, uh, anno twenty ten. In the enormous bottle. We need to encourage people to look at the photos. Yes. Have a look at the photos to see just how enormous it it was. Well worth it. Uh, So the winner of that podcast was the Sierra Nevada State. So Shovel Springs. Your 90%. Second was the Abstract AB01 on 81%. And then the Anti-Aging Beer on... Actually, I haven't worked out the score for that, so that might be next. And then the Anti-Aging Beer on 69%. That was uh, 8 plus 7 plus 7 plus 7 and a half. I'm not going to do it on my calculator, <laughs> don't worry. Um, so thank you very much to, uh, to Mr. B, to Craig, to Gruben and to Shovels. And over the years, we've had 19 different guests on the BeerCast, so thank you to each and every one of them. Uh, hopefully we'll have 15 more podcasts. I like to think so. Maybe. Oh, yes. Actually, we've already got them 51 lined up because uh, Mr. B brought back a load of Belgian beers, so that's going to be our 51st podcast. What, be what, crazy. What Mr. B did on holiday. Uh, until then, don't forget you can come to our website, which is thebeercast.com. Uh, you can follow us at thebeercast on Twitter. You can belch with us. Mr. Meat. Did heard it? Ooh, chilly. <laughs> He's very subtle. Or you can send us an email at thebeercast.gmail.com. Uh, we'll see you again. Thank you for following us. If you've listened to any of these podcasts, thank you very much. And we will see you again next time. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks, can we? Mexican wave? No, I hurt myself last time with the Mexican wave. <laughs> Bang my elbow on the wall. I should yeah. say, my average score, I've averaged out my 164 scores, and my average score is 6.4, not 7. Oh, do you know what all those are? Are yes. we still recording? Yes. Let's, let's go around the average scores. Okay, uh, Shovel's average score is 6.1. Harsh. Oh, you're a harsh man. Craig's <laughs> average score, 10. <laughs> Gruben's average score, 6.1. I think my, my average Ooh. score must come down with the 1. Craig's zero. average score is 5. <laughs> is it? <laughs> So it's right in the middle. No, it's, it's not. It's 6.6. <laughs> oh, damn. But not that much, eh? So it's 10s. See, if you take out the 0 and the 1 that I gave... You're 210s. Yeah, you've given 210s. You need, need to do some other statistical analysis where you take the highest and the lowest out and do some kind of... Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had three zeros in beer cash history. Um, Andy gave a zero to Boodle's Capuchin, uh, which is a Dutch Trappist beer. The one he said smells like an unopened fridge. Unopened. <laughs> 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 it tastes of leather, flat coke, and brown sauce. <laughs> and it smells an like an unopened fridge. Um, I gave a zero to Peche Motel because it was, it was an, uh, as unpleasant said, beer uh, as I've ever had. And of course, Mr. B with the famous zero to Shankola Rausch beer. It's like drinking hot dogs in a blender. <laughs> okay, with that, we will see you again. I think we're still recording. And uh, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye again. Goodbye. Bye again. We're going to drink more of this enormous beer. <laughs> no, thank you. None for me. Uh, yum. That's nice. That was well nice. Yum, yum, yum. Yum, yum, yum. Get in my belly. Hey. So we need one of those for the beer of the year, probably. Well, yeah, it was. Yeah, we'll. No, it'll be right. You know what?